the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As you walk up to the Barrow House in Clifton, New Jersey, you're transported back in time by the reconstructed 19th century farmhouse design, complete with reclaimed wood beams and flooring. Once inside, your experience truly begins. Each room has its own unique, comfortable feel, starting with the Morris Canal-inspired bar open at 3 a.m. nightly. This thing was gorgeous, folks. I mean, really. Then you can move on to the colonial-era dining rooms, lined with historical oil paintings. Each twist and turn tells a story, and it's really true. I I mean, Americana at its finest. Whether you select the old smoke brisket sausage sandwich or the chicken fried duck you can't go wrong pair any meal with any of the 18 craft beers on draught or choose from the wine list with a special focus on small farm wineries or try a tasty seasonal craft cocktail i'm telling you folks this is a great place to go have dinner have an aperitif afterwards sit out on the porch uh, beautiful swings it's just an awesome place. The Barrow House on Van Houten Avenue in Clifton, quickly becoming a destination dining and bar experience not to be forgotten. Visit thebarrowhouse.com. Return to a simpler time, the Barrow House. And when in Nutley, don't forget to visit Cowan's Public Art Deco Speakeasy. AM 97, The Answer. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you kick off a show. It's another Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, unfortunately, another shortened program. Uh, only 30 minutes long tonight. Syracuse football. The pregame comes up uh, at the top of the hour here. We've got one craft beer guest on the program. Usual news and notes to get to in a review of a great show that I was at last week. But a little Sammy Hagar in the circle to kick it off here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. But it's very easy to follow me. Twitter at Algatulo. Instagram at Catulo, G A T T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beercast, email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beercast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Our only guest this evening on the Craft Beercast, Allison Thompson. She's the owner and operator of a number of different beer festivals and other things around the state of New Jersey. She's got a huge event coming up. On Saturday, October 7th, it's the Big Brew Festival. It'll be at the Morristown Armory. BigBrewNJ.com is the website. You can get more info on the event and to purchase tickets. Lots of beers, cider, spirits, all kinds of cool things are going to be there. Food as well. That's going to come up about 10 minutes from now. And uh, little Sammy Hagar to kick it off tonight. I'm over at Jones Beach uh, to see Sammy Hagar and uh, the Circle, as he likes to call his band. It's uh, Vic Johnson, Jason Bonham on the drums. Michael Anthony on the bass guitar, of course, Vic Johnson on lead guitar, and the great Sammy Hagar rocking it out on Jones Beach to kind of finish up the summer of 2017 uh, concert-wise. So uh, going to be a fun show uh, this evening. Uh, looking forward to that, uh, kicking off around 7 o'clock tonight. But we've got news and notes to get to first, and a bunch of stuff from Stone Brewing. So Stone has a new 22-ounce bottle of beer that is out. It's called Napoleon Dynamite, and uh, or Neapolitan, excuse me, not Napoleon. I'm thinking of uh, the movie of said name, but it's Neapolitan Dynamite. 
uh, from Abnormal Beer Company and Stone Brewing. And as you would think, as you would expect, Neapolitan, it has the flavors of Neapolitan ice cream, vanilla chocolate and strawberry in it, uh, and a little bit of coffee as well. It's apparently the bottle is a striped ice cream box uh, kind of looking uh, bottle. Uh, they, uh, let's see, this is an eight and a half percent ABV. Uh, it's a limited release, 22 ounce bottles and draft. Unfortunately, it will not be in New Jersey. However, you can get it in the tri-state area in New York, as well as Pennsylvania. Uh, they're going to have it uh, distributed internationally as well. If you want to find out where it's located, just go to find.stonebrewing.com. Uh, they're telling you to pair this. Let's see, uh, if you're doing some starters, bacon wrapped shrimp, smoked salmon, uh, you can do it in uh, Texas-style chili as well, filet mignon, coffee-rubbed barbecued beef rib, and, of course, Neapolitan ice cream for dessert, wild strawberries with cream, uh, chocolate mousse. You can do uh, a lot of different things. And they're also saying you can make a beer milkshake with this beer. Interesting. I don't know if I would like a beer milkshake. I think that would be a little too much for me. But some other stone news. This is very cool. Uh, they have now expanded to all 50 states uh, in the United States, including Washington, D.C. Uh, they also distribute to 35 countries as well as Puerto Rico. So the last state that they needed to get into was West Virginia. So they are now in there. Uh, and uh, you can uh, check out all of Stone's events in the Mountain State. Just go to find.stonebrewing.com uh, for more information. So congratulations to Stone. They are now in all 50 states as well as Washington, D.C., 35 countries, and Puerto Rico. Firestone Walker, uh, the third release in their uh, Leo vs. Ursus uh, chronology, is Inferos. It is an unfiltered Imperial Rye IPA. A uh, lot of hops in this one, uh, about 4.7 pounds of hops per barrel, uh, 25% rye in this one. Uh, it's going to be available in all markets where Firestone Walker is sold in both draft and 16-ounce can formats. They'll be in four packs. Uh, it'll be available for a short period uh, before yielding to the next release in that Leo versus Ursus chronology. I've had the first uh, couple of beers from the Leo versus Ursus chronology. They are fantastic. I cannot wait to try this one. I am sure it is going to be delicious. As we move on with our news and notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Big Storm Brewing in the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've teamed up. Uh, they've brewed a craft beer to celebrate the 21st, uh, 25th anniversary excuse me, of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is a light lager. It's called the Lightning 25. It's a light lager uh, featuring America Cluster Hops and German Pilsner Barley Malt uh, that will be available. Let's see. It will be, um, it'll be available in the arena at Amali Arena in Tampa. Uh, it will also be available uh, in various Tampa Bay restaurants and bars. Uh, and a bunch of different liquor stores as well as Publix locations and other outlets throughout the state of Florida. So if you're a fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning, you'll want to check out that beer, uh, that collaboration between the team and Big Storm Brewing. And then finally, Six Point has come out with a new app that will enable Six Point customers to purchase beer directly from the brewery. That's very cool. So on September 30th, um, the uh, Red Hook Brooklyn Courtyard are going to be open an inaugural direct release of canned small batch offerings. Six Point will be releasing Little Raspy Raspberry Berlin Iron Vice, uh, a top in this uh, IPA, as, uh, which is an installment of their Farm to Pint series. Both releases will be in six packs uh, in their 12-ounce sleek can format, and you can purchase them directly. Actually, the, um, let's see, the app is live now. Uh, the first beers go on sale this Monday at noon Eastern. There will be no walk-up sales at the brewery, so you have to buy the beers through the app, uh, and they're looking to see 
if this will be a new way of uh, creating beer sales. I mean, everybody does these um, these beer events. I know Kane does that, uh, which I think is really cool, uh, where they, you, you pre-sell uh, the bottle of beer, and uh, then you go pick it up at the brewery. Uh, but this is a first of its kind with Six Point creating their own app uh, in which you can purchase beers directly uh, from the brewery and then go pick them up. I think it's a, I think it's something unique. Let's see what what happens. I'm sure there is bound to be glitches in this entire system uh, when they first get it started. So really, bear with the brewery. Uh, it's going to take a little time uh, for them to get that done. But once they do, uh, I think it'll, uh, I think it'll move pretty smoothly. Uh, I think it's a cool uh, little concept. Now, to finish off our news and notes segment, and speaking of Kane. We'll discuss Kane in a second if we can get to it before we run out of time here in this first segment. If not, we will definitely get to it in next week's program. But last week I was at an event uh, that uh, Jason Carty from the Garden State Brewers uh, Guild uh, invited me to. It was the Jersey Craft Beer Festival down in iPlay America, uh, a four-hour event, all Jersey beers, um, Jersey you know food and, and uh, you know arts and crafts and all different types of things uh, that they had down there. And thank you, Jason, for the tickets. Uh, got a chance to uh, sit in the VIP lounge and try some of the amazing beers that were at the VIP lounge. I'm not going to go through all the beers. Uh, that's definitely for a Suds and Duds segment. Uh, we don't have enough time uh, here in the segment here, and then we have to get to Allison uh, Thompson uh, talking about the uh, Morristown event, the Big Brew Festival. But um, what a great event. Unfortunately for some people uh, that were going to the event, they were expecting to see uh, Jersey distilleries there. And... Um, they weren't there. They were not allowed to be there. And so here's the, uh, the statement uh, from, the, um, uh, from the Garden State uh, Craft Brewers Guild. And it says in part, we apologize for the absence of the distilleries at the festival today. The distilleries wanted to be here, but the New Jersey ABC does not share our vision of promoting our great state and the quality craft beverages we are producing. Unlike neighboring states, New Jersey overregulates the alcohol industry and does not see the value of helping small businesses that create jobs, tourism, and economic development. So I don't, you know, I couldn't get the exact reason from Jason as to why they were not there. Uh, maybe it was a permit snafu. Maybe it was just the fact that uh, the, the ABC just didn't understand uh, what was going on here. But uh, unfortunately, there could not be distilleries there. And there were some people who were really disappointed about it, like, hey, I paid for my ticket and I'm not going to get to sample, uh, you know, liquor, but, you know, listen, there are enough breweries there. And, boy, let me tell you something. What a great turnout by these breweries. Jug Handle, uh, Jersey Girl Brewing, Lone Eagle, Tuckahoe. Uh, who else was there? Cape May was there. Uh, Chigmeister, Bolero Snort, uh, Hoboken Brewing. Great stuff from Hoboken Brewing, by the way. They just started, and they've, they've tasted fantastic. Double Nickel, Death of the Fox Brewing. Got a great uh, chat with Chuck Williamson. Uh, Carton was there. Angry Eric. Almentry, uh, great to see Blake uh, and the guys there. Lower Forge, I mean, there were so many breweries that were there, and so much beer to try. You couldn't get through all of it. So uh, you know, thank you know, thank thank the New Jersey breweries for getting together, and thank you for everybody that showed up and supported that event. I hope they do it again next year. This was a great event that benefited every Forgotten Boardwalk was there. I, I'm, I'm I know I'm missing a few, and we'll get to them, uh, you know, next week's program when we do suds and duds. But let me tell you something. They did a fantastic job. Kudos to Jason Carty and his crew. Uh, they did an amazing job, and thank you again uh, for the tickets. Real quick before we uh, take a break here, uh, a lot of people had bought Kane's Mexican Brunch last weekend. There were some bottles, apparently, of the Mexican Brunch when they were open. They were foaming and fizzing and, and uh, popping out of the bottle. 
So Kane apparently released a statement. I'm not going to go through the whole statement, but basically they gave a, a big explanation to people as to what they felt was wrong with the beer, that uh, they, they had no way of knowing what bottles were impacted. They issued a full refund to anyone who purchased Mexican brunch. They didn't ask for the bottles back. They felt that the beer was still good. They were just a, a, an issue uh, in the tanks, and they weren't sure where it was. And so, uh, you know, they said, and, and this is part of the quote, since we've opened in 2011, our focus has been on setting and maintaining a consistently high level of quality. With this bottle release, we didn't meet those high internal standards we set for ourselves. We will continue to research the issue to prevent this problem in the future. The refunds will post to your accounts within a couple of days. And if you have any questions... At all, and if you purchased a bottle of Sunday Brunch, email them at hello at canebrewing.com, and they will facilitate getting your money back. Kudos to Kane. They are putting out some great beers, and it was nice to see that they acknowledged that maybe there was something wrong with the bottles of beer, and they're issuing full refunds. Excellent job, Kane. Well done. When we come back after a short break, Allison Thompson, the owner and operator of the Big Brew Festival at the Morristown Armory, is going to join me. Folks, just getting started. A short edition of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. We're back after a short break on AM 970, The Answer. Cowan's Public may have been born in 2015, but its historic roots stretch back into the 1930s. This Art Deco speakeasy in Nutley, New Jersey, opened its doors just after the repeal of Prohibition. The main room features a curved Art Deco bar with custom stained glass, a roaring fireplace, and plenty of seating. Plus, Cowan's Public has 16 rotating craft beers on draught for all tastes, and they use local purveyors focusing on the freshest ingredients. Try their fried chicken biscuit sandwich or perhaps their wild mushroom taco. Both the winners. I had the Korean barbecue tacos. Man, they were outstanding. Pineapple, the right amount of heat. Awesome. Cowan's Public focuses on seasonal specialty cocktails with premium ingredients, house-made syrups, and fresh-squeezed juices. If you're looking for something really unique, Cowan's Public offers a barrel-aged cocktail program featuring five cocktails that have been aged in different spirit barrels, taking on the flavors of the wood and the spirit that was previously held in the barrel. Visit Cowan'sPublic.com. The 1930s never looked so good. Cowan's Public, your local escape. And when in Clifton, visit the newly constructed Barrel House Bar and Restaurant. You know, we've been talking about it on the Joe Piscopo Show for a little while now, and as you go to the Barrel House in Clifton, New Jersey, and you walk up to the front of the restaurant, you're transported back in time by the reconstructed 19th century farmhouse design, complete with reclaimed wood beams and flooring. If the weather permits, visit the outdoor porch area, complete with quaint rocking chairs, flickering gas lanterns, hinting at a bygone era. Enjoy a seasonal cocktail or casual dinner under the stars. The Barrow House satisfies groups of all sizes, always keeping that intimate feel. Have a group dinner to plan? The Barrow House Root Cellar is a perfect stone-lined nook that showcases a carefully selected wine collection. If your group is larger, the traditional post and beam barn complete with retractable roof and belt-driven fans is the perfect setting. Whether it's the 18 craft beers on draft, I like that. The creative seasonal craft cocktails or the scrumptious American farm fair. Choose the Barrow House on Van Houten Avenue in Clifton, New Jersey. The Barrow House on Van Houten Avenue in Clifton, quickly becoming a destination dining and bar experience not to be forgotten. Visit thebarrowhouse.com for more details. Return to a simpler time, the Barrow House. And when in Nutley, don't forget to visit Cowan's Public Art Deco Speakeasy. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You can follow me on Twitter, of course, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. 
Email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every single one of the casts right from there. And, of course, we're on SoundCloud as well. My next guest on the cast, she's the owner-operator of a number of different beer festivals and other things around the state of New Jersey. We've had her on the program before. In fact, I was a judge at her big uh, uh, beer, bacon, uh, a barbecue event back in May. Had a fantastic time up in Morristown. She's got another huge event coming up Saturday, October 7th. It's the Big Brew Festival. It's going to be at the Morristown Armory. BigBrewNJ.com is the website where you can get more info on the event and to purchase tickets. Lots of beers, ciders, and I think possibly some spirits might be there as well. But there's food. There's all kinds of great stuff and music as well. It's a great time. Let me welcome back Allison Thompson to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Allison, welcome. Thanks, Al. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Allison, the amount of beer fests since we last spoke Almost a year ago, my goodness. It seems to have tripled. It seems like there's a different beer fest every weekend, two in one day. How do you keep track of all the things that need to be done before the event takes place? Um, well, at this point, it's the same formula, whether it's a beer fest or a wine fest or a food truck fest. But it's still a lot of moving pieces, and it is a great deal of work. Um, but it's something we enjoy doing. Right. So it, it makes your job easier when you love what you do. That's that's true. Now, you've been running the uh, the Big Brew Festival at the Armory for a while now. What I love about this event is the fact that if that you offer free shuttle service for those attending so that if you're coming from the city or you're taking public transportation to Morristown, you don't have to worry about driving over. Besides all the great, uh, the great craft beer that's going to be served on October 7th, what other things are going to be happening at the event? Um, well, we have over 80 breweries and over 200 styles of beer. We, we changed up some of our food, so we have a great selection of food. We added in um, Angry Archie's, who has lobster rolls, crab cakes. We have uh, one of my favorites, and actually one from the judges, um, Best uh, Barbecue. Uh, we have the Bearded One Barbecue oh, with his... Awesome. Uh, Pulled pork grilled cheese and his, pulled, his brisket grilled cheese and um, his bacon wrapped ribs and Oof. his food. I mean, uh, as you see, I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, and then we always have the crowd favorite of the cow and the curd. And one of our uh, favorite craft beer bars, Marsh Tap and Grill, who also owns Paragon Tap and Table, uh, they're with us. They've been a staple with us and a sponsor of the event since the beginning. Chef Eric, he does a great job. Those restaurants are fantastic, and they're killing it. I mean, Paragon is right by me in Clark, New Jersey. It's just they do an awesome job. That is great. We're talking with Allison Thompson, the owner-operator of a number of different beer festivals around New Jersey. The Big Brew Festival, that's going to take place Saturday, October 7th at the Morristown Armory. BigBrewNJ.com is the website for more info and to purchase tickets here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Allison, I know there's going to be some bands at the event, um, one at the first session and one at the other session. Who, who are the bands that are going to be? We there? actually have it. We're switching up to a DJ for the first session Ooh. this time. Okay. And then second session has uh, stereo, uh, stereo Junkies. Cool. Now, what do um, the Stereo Junkies play? Is it a um, mix of they're rock? And pop and rock and they're fantastic and they get the crowd going. When we've had them there in the past, they re- really have half the floor in second session chanting one more song. It's, they they just bring a fantastic atmosphere and great music and get a lot of people dancing. That is awesome. Now you've put together a solid lineup of, of craft beers as usual for these events. Uh, any new breweries that are going to be taking part this year? Yes, as a matter of fact, there are. Um, uh, we're very proud. Uh, we like to 
feature New Jersey breweries, and we have over 32, I think, last I counted, New Jersey breweries um, involved in this event. And some of the new ones that people really don't have a chance to get, we have something called Second Act, who um, is, you know, they don't have uh, a tap house, but they... uh, they self-distribute. They brew and get it out, and they're, they're fairly new. We also have Hoboken Brewing, who just launched yes. um, a couple of weeks ago at the Shepherd and Knucklehead, and we were there for the launch. bunch of great guys. Um, the beer, I had some good beer, yep. so it was excellent. Um, I'm looking at this list of New Jersey breweries. A, lo- a lot of our favorites are back, like Angry Eric, mm-hmm. Bolero Snort, Cypress, Sigmeister. Uh, Departed Souls is new, too. Oh, uh, good. Departed Souls out of Jersey City yep. is new to Marstown. They do a lot of other events with us. Um, we also have Trap Rock Brewery, which is a brew pub. Mm-hmm. Been uh, there. And uh, Flounder. We love Flounder. Uh, Lone Eagle. Uh, Jug Handle is new also, too. Uh, and Elementary are both new to um, Marstown. Very and, cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then we have some. Th- those are all self-distributing breweries, and then we have some that come through distributors like River Horse and Demented, right. Three Threes, Pinelands, um, Jersey Girl, oh, uh, uh, Forgotten Boardwalk. So, so s- solid lineup of New Jersey beers. Now, you mentioned Hoboken. I, I had them uh, last week. It was at the um, at the beer festival that they did over at I Play America. Uh, they were down there for the first time. They had their cans of beer there. They make. They're making great beer. I mean, from right out of the box, they're making some really good stuff. And, folks, if you haven't tried New Jersey beer, if you haven't you know, checked out the New Jersey beer scene, you live in New York City, you're thinking, nah, I need something to do on Saturday, October 7th, do, do yourself a favor. Get tickets to the event, to the Big Brew Festival, bigbrewnj.com slash Morristown. Uh, if you want to go to the website to buy tickets, uh, you can take the train right over from New Jersey Transit. It'll drop you off in Morristown, and then there's a shuttle right there at the New Jersey Transit Station. It'll take you right over to the Armory. As we're talking here with Allison Thompson, she's the owner-operator, number of different beer festivals around New Jersey. Again, bigbrewnj.com is the website for more information and to purchase tickets. Now, Allison, we, we've seen over the last... Uh, I'd say probably month or two, there's been these stories coming out of more from southern New Jersey than northern New Jersey of of bars and establishments that are not selling New Jersey beer anymore. They're having a, a, a boycott. Now, the boycott apparently stopped from what I've heard, uh, you know, word of mouth. But uh, it, it's interesting to me that New Jer- the, the, these bars would want to not serve New Jersey beer, kind of like to cutting their nose uh, to, to spite their face here. Uh, you know, you work with a lot of these brewers. Have you had any pushback? And you work with, obviously, you're working with restaurants, too, when you're trying to get them to come uh, to your various events. Have you seen or heard any pushback from from any of these breweries or any of these restaurants that say, I don't want to serve New Jersey beer? Me personally, no, but the the breweries I do speak with have, have experienced it, and I, I find it very disappointing. Um, for me, I'm a foodie as well. I don't want to go to a restaurant that is, you know, they've lost me as a customer. So I'm hoping that um, this passes, I guess, um, you know, uh, People think they're they're making a difference, but they're actually harming themselves. I, yeah. I feel that they're losing business, the restaurants. I think that particularly as well. The craft beer crowd is a fierce protector, particularly in this state. Mm-hmm. 
I, I agree, and, I, and obviously it has to do with some of the law changes that the, uh, that the breweries are trying to get enacted, that they don't want to have uh, the tours anymore. You kind of skip the tour when you go to the brewery and go right to, you know, to purchasing your beverages and stuff. But what I, what I really don't understand from a, uh, from a restaurant standpoint is why would you if, – if you're in town and you have a brewery in town, I, I'll just – one for, as an example. Uh, in Rawway, right by me, one town over, a uh, great little brewery, wet ticket brewing. Uh, Tim Pewitt is doing a fantastic job putting out great beer. He's a block from the train station. It's perfect if you're coming in from New York City or even if you're local in the, in the uh, you know, central New Jersey area. But he's working with the restaurants in town to get his beers on tap there, figuring, hey, if you come to my establishment, you try a couple of my beers, now you want to go get something to eat. You walk down the street, you walk into the establishment, hey, they have my beer on tap. So now I'm buying food from the restaurant, plus I'm buying his beer. It's a win-win. I don't get... The restaurant owner saying, "Nah, I, I don't want to carry that. It's not. It's a, it's a, you know, it's against my you know religion or whatever, whatever you want to call it. It just seems so short sighted. I, I just don't get it, Allison." Um, so one, we have wet ticket with us at Marstown Big Brew, but um, the irony of the whole thing is, as a festival producer, we are required by the ABC laws mm-hmm. to pr- show that we have ample food available right. to this unlimited drinking festival, okay. unlimited samples, and yet. The breweries um, are not allowed to have any food. So it's like a double-edged sword because they're, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. It's a requirement that we provide food for unlimited samplings. But yet someone could sit in one of these breweries, mm-hmm. you know, the entire day, and they're not allowed to have food. And they're not even really asking for food. They're asking to be able to sell chips or pretzels. Um, and there's so much blowback from that. It's astounding. And like I said, I don't think it's going to for the restaurants, and I, I did not hear that it was backing off, but I hope that is the case, and you are right. That's that's what I'm hearing from a number of people. I think the the, the biggest issue to me, uh, or the, from the restaurant standpoint, is they're saying that um, they have to pay X amount of dollars for a liquor license, whereas a brewery only has to pay a lesser amount of money to brew beer, but the... the, the they I think the restaurant owners don't seem to understand. Sure, maybe it's a, a quarter of a million to secure a brewery license, but they still have to buy the tanks, the hops. They have to buy all these other things to make the beer, and they're paying rent on a building that they may not get their approvals for a year. So already they've sunk you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars into a business that hasn't even generated any profit for them. These guys pay one price, and they can open up. Uh, you know, I mean, not essentially the next day, but uh, you know, they can get going pretty quickly and make and and make profit. It, it really is uh, a little askew in New Jersey here, and hopefully, uh, those laws will get changed. Uh, my guest has been Allison Thompson. She's the owner operator of a number of different beer festivals around New Jersey. The Big Brew Festival, though, the big one, it takes place Saturday, October seventh, Morristown Armory, BigBrewNJ.com. That's the website for more information and to purchase tickets. It's going to be a great event. I plan on attending. Going to be a lot of great New Jersey beers there, a lot of great national beers. Music, food, you can't beat it. Get over there, purchase tickets. Hope to see you there on Saturday, October 7th. Allison, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks, Al. Folks, that's all the time we have for this edition of the Craft Beer Cast, a shortened version tonight due to college football. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Allison Thompson, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday at 6 a.m. on the Joe Piscopo Show. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody. So I'm here to tell you about Cowan's Public. It was born in 2015, but really its historic roots stretch back into the 1930s. Now, this Art Deco speakeasy in Nutley, New Jersey, has its roots dating to just after the repeal of Prohibition. The main room features a curved Art Deco bar, custom stained glass, a roaring fireplace, 
plenty of seating. Just the right setting to enjoy a seasonal cocktail, perhaps an Ella Fizz or a Queen's Park Swizzle. Now, if you're looking for an escape from the main bar, the Nouveau Lounge is right up your alley with upholstered walls, restored tin ceiling, and deco chandeliers, great for families, small groups, and even private party rentals. Cowan's Public has 16 rotational craft beers on Drut, and a craft beer lover like me enjoys that a lot. The beer selection suited for all tastes, from craft beer enthusiasts to newcomers alike. Cowan's uses local purveyors, focusing on the freshest ingredients. Try the buffalo chicken poutine or the 8-ounce custom-blended beef burger with Vermont cheddar and add your choice of bacon or fried egg or both. That sounds fantastic. Visit CowansPublic.com. The 1930s never looked so good. Cowan's Public, your local escape. And when in Clifton, visit the newly constructed Barrow House Bar and Restaurant. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.